Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsies Nook, some men are born dad, some achieve dadness, and some have dadness thrusted upon them. This week in Newsies, noteworthy events. In New York City, Diaper Happy Hour is Tuesday, August 1st at 7 p.m. at the Rock Bar. In Denver, Denver Little Crawl is hosting a park munch on Tuesday, August 1st. In San Francisco, Crinkle Arcade is Tuesday, August 1st at 7 p.m. at the Detour on Market Street. I am told it is sure to be a great night of free games, diapers, and laughs. In Los Angeles, Diaper Active is Saturday, July 29th at the Bullet. If you have an event you would like mentioned on the podcast, message me on Instagram or Twitter at NewsyBaby. This week in Newsy's Nook is being dominant and being dad the same thing. I bring in Jonah Wheeler to talk about the differences in both these roles. He gives some advice on how you can start flexing your dad muscles if you need a little help working them out. Well, thank you, Jonah, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Thank you for having me. So I have loved your content for a long time now. I love your vibe that you give off on screen and everything. Um, You're an adult performer. Before we begin, I just want to ask, have you ever heard of the term ABDL before? Of course, yeah, I'm a... I'm a kinky person on the internet. I have come across it. It is, uh, it's not a kink that I have explored myself. I do know a lot of people who are very into this. Um, I'm catching more and more bits of it. Uh, friends, uh, Amp and Mr. Christopher have been talking about it lately on their podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I encounter it online. It's not a thing I connect with personally, so I have not yet explored it, but I imagine there is some overlap of headspace between like the dad son kind of stuff that I do and the big little stuff in that territory. There is a, a leader follower kind of dynamic, a skilled, unskilled, a, a guider, a learner. Oh, of uh, course. Dynamic. hundred percent on the overlap, which leads me into my first question. Um, someone messaged me recently asking, do you think someone could become a dom or is that something that you either are or aren't? And I think you're in a position to answer that question very well because all of your content is dealing with daddiness and some and and how to become a dad and how to give off that persona. So what do you think? Do you think someone could become a dom or become a daddy if that's a realm that they're not used to? Yeah, I very much think that's possible. Like I have I have grown into dad. I was not always dad. Like none of us, are, none of us started out as dad for one thing. Um, everything has to be grown into and learned and practiced. These are all skills. Um, they might come more easily to some people than others, but you do, you can learn this role. The thing I would caution is that you do have to take time away from it. If you, you can't build yourself into a thing and then live in it all of the time there are definitely per- performative aspects both to being a dom and to being a dad uh, i'm less specifically a dom i am more specifically a dad that is why i keep drawing this both terms in um 
Both of these involve a lot of performance. You cannot be performing every moment. You will have to put these down sometimes, but also know how to get back into them again. And you'll need partners who are able to go with you when you're both on and when you're off. There has to be an understanding of this is not at a constant level at all times. I think that's so fascinating that you draw a very specific line between Dom and dad. Could you go into that a little bit more? Why, why draw a line between, because I feel like a lot of people have the misconception that when you say Dom, you immediately say dad, but yeah. you're making the distinction that no, you can be a Dom or you can be a dad and you don't need to be the other. Yeah. Um, I firstly think of myself as solidly a dad. And if I think of myself as a Dom, I think of myself as a soft Dom. I operate entirely on encouragement and here are your marks. This is what you need to hit. I'm not going to, to threaten you into it, but you know what, what the rules are and you know how you need to meet them. And if you want the care and the sex and the approval that you crave, you're going to have to meet those, buddy. Who sets those guides? Do, do you, as a soft, as a soft uh, dom or a soft top, do you set the guides or is it more of a conversation that you set with your with your partner? That's all just nomenclature and that's different from person to person. I don't think there is a, there's not a guidebook that says here are the boundaries of this term. Differentiating Dom from dad. Uh, Dom is about like calling the shots, is about giving the directions. And I think dad is about creating a space, a space of encouragement and guidance. Both of these roles require somebody to be in the power position, and they both rely very heavily on trust, creating a safe space for the less powerful person. I think as dad, part of what I'm doing is I am trying to get son to operate on his own. I am trying to train you and teach you and encourage you to grow into holding the same kind of space that I am. I think Dom is not trying to create another Dom. I think as dad, I'm tr trying to build many of the qualities that I espouse myself in the boy. That's a that's an interesting way to approach it. I kind of like that. Dad is more of, let me show you. Mm -hmm. Dom is more of, I'm just going to do it because this is, the, uh, this is what I enjoy and this is what you enjoy. And this is what mm -hmm. I'm going to, this is what I'm just going to do. Dad yeah. is more of a teaching thing. Dad that requires, so interesting. dad requires the nurturing of growth. Mm. Being son involves change. Involves developing, involves learning things, involves gaining confidence. All right, trick question then, because, you know, we're talking, we can go back to this person who wrote in, right? They kind of see themselves as more of a, a sub person, but they're in a relationship and, you know, they want to step up their game a little bit and, mm -hmm. and, and be more either dad or dom. I don't know. They didn't say. Um, do you think to be dad, you have to be son first? I think it's inevitable that we're all son at some point. Mm, okay. Like, we literally have all been sons at some point. Um, we all know that experience. But I do think it is helpful in the same way that I think being a great top, it's 
not literally necessary, but it's incredibly helpful if you bought them. Yeah. It helps to know what, what you want to receive. Knowing what you want to receive helps you know what to give. I, I agree with that a hundred percent on, on all levels, right? Cause, cause to be a big bro, so to speak, is kind of the realm that I kind of live in just cause that's the realm that I'm comfortable with is mm -hmm. if I've explored my little space a whole lot and I kind of know how I feel and I know what I enjoy and I know what my triggers are or not triggers, that's the wrong word, but I know, I kind of know where my ticks are. Yeah, I can kind of play with that with my scene partner because I'm like, well, this is what I enjoy. So let me see what, how this works. And then mm -hmm. I can kind of go from there and see what the reactions are. Yeah. You're not pulling from the clouds kind of like, well, I hope they like this. Yeah. You, you can base off your own experience. Oh, I would like this. Uh, I know how I react to this. Let me see if you react in a similar way or if you react, react in a contrasting way. Um, you know, you talked about skills, skills of being a dad. If you had to name off some skills, let's say so this person wanted to flex their dad abilities. What kind yeah. of skills do you think would make a, make a good dad? I think the most important thing as dad is self-knowledge. Like being dad requires confidence and requires kindness. And you have to know yourself very well to be able to do those things. It, there is a good amount of introspection required to be in this role well. Yeah, you need to be able to, to be comfortable leading. There's also, there's also a balance of tempering your confidence with patience because you are guiding an experience of somebody who you, whose limits you are pushing intentionally. Mm. You both need to balance. You, you need to know right now I need to push you into a thing that you are in fact ready for, but you are afraid of versus this is a moment that you are correct. You are not ready for. And I hear and know that there's a, it's a balance of push and, and leave and, I think you have to know yourself and know how to read other people very well to do that. Which is probably, which I is a skill that, you know, if you, if you don't know yourself, how could you ever lead someone else and be patient with someone else? Which kind of brings us into downtime, right? We go, we keep going over this person who wants to flex their dadness. Um, you can't be on all the time. Why yeah. is it? It's probably obvious for a lot of people, but why is it so important to have downtime? God, as a workaholic, this is such a hard question for me because I'm so prone to never giving myself downtime. Or when but... you do have fun, or when you do have time for downtime, what what do you do in your downtime? I mean, do you do your own self care, or do you rely on where does Dad go for Ideally, self care? I need to be a contrasting thing to what I am. Most of the time, I need to give myself. I need to take time when I am disorganized. I need to take time when somebody else is guiding. I need to take time when I am not making decisions. Uh, I need to take time when I am the one being pushed. Mm -hmm. um, but also, like, I am dad, but I am also very much son. I'm come into this. I come into being dad sort of 
because the internet and porn decides that I'm dad. I get onto the internet at 33 as I'm trying to make pornography and like, I am already in my 30s. I have a mustache. I have a deep voice. I have a hairy chest. I'm six feet tall. Mm -hmm. The internet looks at me and goes, dad. And I'm like, oh, I'm still boy right now. I haven't finished with that yet. <laughs> I still need guidance and I still need the confident person like showing me how to push my limits well. But I guess I'm going to have to learn how to do this. Can we deep dive into can we deep dive into that for a hot second? We sure can. So you kind of brought up that the internet says that you're dad. Mm -hmm. I'm five four. Mm -hmm. And I have whether you call it blessed or cursed, I will always kind of look a little younger than I think I am. Mm -hmm. And so the internet has always placed me as boy. Mm -hmm. How do you and I through just being older and just me, I kind of in my head mentally, I feel like I sit well more as like a bro or son or middle, but the internet will always think, think of me as baby. Mm -hmm. Also doesn't help that my there's baby in my name. So how do you how do you mentally fight that? How do you mentally uh, navigate that when the internet is telling you, no, you're that, you're that thing, while in your head you're like, but I but I can be that other thing. Mm -hmm. How do you navigate that? I mean, the the truth is that we can all be multiple things at one time, and there are things that other that are going to be strong impressions that other people have of you. And they're going to be things that are going to be strong identities you have of yourself. And you're able to live in both those things. Like <clears throat> the world sees me as dad more. I went, okay, let's pick that up and see what we like inside of it. And I have found, oh, I do like a lot inside of this. Granted, the internet is also still willing to see me as boy for other reasons. And like, I get to keep inhabiting that space, but I still also need to visit that space for myself. Um, you kind of just got to like tell people actually, no, this is who I am right now. This is, this is how I'm going to interact right now. Your decision about how I interact is not part of the experience I'm going to have today. Do you ever do this mental jungle gym where you're like, okay, well, if the internet says I'm this, I guess I'll run with it. Like, do you ever do you ever find yourself second guessing yourself at any times going, well, shoot, I guess I should be one or the other? Or are you just very introspective where you're like, no, I'm comfortable in both spaces? I mean, I'm very comfortable in both spaces, but I also do this second guessing all the time because the Internet sees me as all kinds of things. <laughs> and also, like, beyond the like natural performances of self and of sexual dynamics, I am a performer. This is a thing I do for money. I am thinking when I'm on the internet about like, what is going to sell? Mm -hmm. I want to do things that I feel excited to inhabit, but I also need to pick ones that feel the most marketable or the most trendy or the most like the most approachable for the audience as well. So like I'm making second guesses all the time. I also both, both in my content and in my private life. I'm like, cool, we're also doing our own fucking thing today. You're going to get what you get. I'm bringing you this. This is for me. I think that's important. I've, I've, I've slowly have started to learn that for myself because I think, I think it's an issue not only content creators as yourself uh, deal with, but 
we now live in an age where our second personas, right, our internet personas are just as as prominent as those who make content, right? Like mm-hmm. there are, I know for some AB, for some ABDLs that they have branded themselves as, you know, diaper. And then they have a complete other profile for pup. Yeah. Right. Because they, because they need that separation. They want that separation. These are, these are personas that we are taking on and people are looking at. And I know for at least me, I have to do that second guessing too, where I'm like, Am I posting this for me? Am I posting this for money? Or am I posting this for other people? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. a constant mind flip. Because I'm like, I want two out of the three. Or sometimes it's like, I just want one out of the three. On having separate identities around your different kink selves. I like, I run all mine together through my, through my just show off Jonah self on the internet. Because one of my goals and what I'm making is to say, I contain multiple interests. I contain multiple identities. I'm not bound to one way of interacting. And I think that should be true of all of us. Um, right. It's, a cra- it's crazy to think that like, just because you created an online persona, you are not as complex as you are in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also, I understand the utility of being like, hey, here's how you get me in this aspect. Here's how you get me in this aspect. That's not as much what my goals are. So I blur them together. Whereas it might be useful for someone else to keep them separated for their intentions. We all have different needs out of what we're putting into the world. Yes. Quick question. When someone wants to call you dad, do you prefer dad, daddy, sir? What do you prefer? I prefer dad. Dad. um, Because I am very into playing out the specific family dynamic. Like I'm, I'm, it's like no secret I shoot for Carnal and Sayonka all the time. I get really direct in this role play. Um, I enjoy that sort of like crafted space of we already know each other. The affection relationship between us is hardwired into this interaction. So I want to go, I want the language to reflect that directness as opposed to daddy boy, which feels like this is a gay culture role. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm playing out a specific incest, like family relation dynamic thing, which comes with similar, but separate headspaces. So I work with daddy. I prefer dad. Um, so, you know, that also is a weird headspace for a lot of people. And I respect any partner who's like, nah, that, that, that's not good for me. And I can be flexible with that. Very cool. Sir is a little weird to me because, like, again, I don't feel like I'm a dom. So, like, holding the reins of sir is me taking on a role for somebody else's interests more than it is for myself. Right. For this next question, can I call you dad? Yes, son. Is dad, dad, is dad a headspace, a lifestyle? Or is it something that is just a label? I think of it as being a son. I think of this as being a mix of a headspace and a label. Like names are just things that apply to a variably sized category of qualities that help us describe them to each other. Dad is just 
an approximation of qualities, and that's what we're calling it to be able to communicate it. Um, but also it's a headspace. Like I think about this in relation to like, there's obviously an age concept built into dad and son mm -hmm. uh, because in a real world setting, dads are older than sons always. Um, but I think as a kink headspace, that's not true. Um, it's a role. I think when I make dad things, I typically make them with younger partners, but I'm making them for an older audience. I'm mm. specifically trying to make my, like, I'm trying to be daddy for people who are in their 50s. People who have a lot of boy, a lot of seeking guidance, seeking approval, seeking encouragement, uh, needing a safe, trusting space to be built for them. I'm thinking for people who have carried that quality through a lot of their lives and still have a need for it and still have a desire for it. I feel like I'm making my porn for those people. Wow, I've never realized that you're thinking about all that while you're making that content. That's, does that help you get into the headspace, Dad? It does. I mean, like, Dad, dad is not about me. This is like an I this is a relation from an idealized role of fatherhood, which is like, you know, parents have a like selfless desire to encourage, uplift, support. And so in a kink space, as dad, it's not about me. It's about the other person. It's mm -hmm. about what do they need. I'm trying to create things for them whether it's the person in the room who I'm trying to create safe space, pleasure, encouragement, vulnerability, or whether it's the person watching who is experiencing possibility, hopefulness, yearning. Dad, are there any misconceptions about being dad? I don't know if anything really springs to mind. Like I, I, my inclination is to say that like dad is not mean, but that's not true. It's that my dad, the dad that I inhabit when I take on this role, that guy is not mean. Uh, that's not true universally. Like this is part of my approach to this role, but everybody needs different things out of this dynamic. Maybe you need, maybe you need a father figure who is like, like a shit and pushes you hard and is unkind and calls you names and withholds his approval like that's not what i need so i don't create that but it is definitely what other people need but in from both sides of the table um so i want to call that a misconception but it's actually just a personal preference <laughs> uh i know in previous conversations uh some people have brought up a misconception is that dads know all and so mm. They, they've brought up that sometimes in scenes, the sub or son is like, okay, I'm son, dad me, right? Like they just know what to do. Do you ever, do you ever experience that, that you have I, partners that are like, you're dead, just do it. Yeah, I, I can only access in son what they make available to me. I do not know who you are if you just come up to me and go, hey, you're dad, be dad. 
dad is about relationship. I can only like create dynamic if you give me a place to hook it onto. Mm. If you're a blank slate, I can make some approximations. Um, but that's not really that fun. No. I came, I came here to develop a relationship, to build an interaction, to find connectivity. I can't give you a one size fits all performance of this. If there's any sons or subs out there, uh, would you, do you have any uh, advice on how they can start that? Right, because you brought up you can't just come up to me and say, "Hi, Dad." Right, it's the relationship building. Do you have any advice for how how do you start that relationship? Like, what what do you, what do you need to start that relationship from someone? Yeah, I need to get a sense of who you are. What do you care about? What do you like about yourself? What are you dodging? What are you vulnerable with? I, I'm, as dad, going to try and respectfully play with your vulnerabilities to, to make you feel both like exposed and safe. You, you, you said the misconception about like dad knows everything. The impression I want to get when we're doing, I want to give you when we're doing this is that I do know everything. I do see you entirely. I see everything about you and I see it accurately. And I have said yes to it. To be able to do that, to to at least create that illusion, I need to know some parts of what you want, what you're afraid of, what you think, what you desire. Uh, yeah. I need enough to go on to build a space around you. Just tell me anything about yourself. I will learn things about you separate from what you say by how you say it mm. just talk to me tell me something just have a conversation beforehand yeah part of part of when i said earlier an important thing for dad is to know yourself knowing myself helps me know other people you and i sit and talk i will learn things about you beyond what you say and i will know how to interact with you and i will know how to hold you based on the way you interact with me and the world around you if someone wanted to flex their daddiness, how could they start? Ooh. Um, pick up the slack. When a thing needs doing, do it. This is not a sexual quality. This is a social quality. Okay. When there, when there are things that need somebody to step up and be responsible about it, you be that person. Like show the people around you that, oh, I can make sure stuff gets done. I can make sure things happen without having to ask outside of myself. I can take the initiative to be responsible. Uh, and I know how to ask for help when I need it, but otherwise I will make, I will take it on myself to achieve tasks that benefit all of us. Wow, that's a life lesson. That's not just a, that's not just a scene lesson. That's that's a life lesson. So I guess we'll go back to like you asked if dad is a lifestyle. Dad is a bit of a lifestyle. It's a blend. Yeah, nothing exists outside of our like these are all little offshoots of our of our real world selves. Like you don't become a better dad in a vacuum. You become a better dad by learning things in your real world self and figuring out how to import them into your kink self, into your alter ego. Oh, that's such good advice. That's such good advice. It's um, true of everything. Yeah. One scene that 
I'll be honest. The first scene that I did discover you on is you. I want to say you did a scene. Her, her mo, him, himros, himros. Yes, and there's this. It's just a pre. I didn't pay for it, but it's a preview, and you're holding this son, and you're telling him to look. You're like looking at, looking at, looking him in the eyes. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm here for you, and all that. Yeah, it's so powerful. Could you talk about how powerful just eye contact is? Was that something that you learned or was that or was that a direction that they gave? Because I was like, who are you? I need to know everything about you because your eye contact is so good. That's my thing. That's just like that's an important thing to me is that I connect to people through the eyes. Um, like if I'm ever in a side note, if I'm ever in a scene and I'm like, I either need to like I need to find the boner a little harder. or I'm trying to get close. I'll tell my partner, like, play lightly with my nipples and look me in the eyes. And that's that will do everything for me. It's like that is that is how I can read the connection we're we're having. Like my goal in any of these scenes is to fall in love with you a little bit while we're doing this, to be able to care about you while we're doing this. And eye contact does that for me. Is that hard to do? Because I know not a lot of people like eye contact. Even in yeah. even in like real life, I like I know when I interview people in real life, eye contact is something that I think a lot of people, for whatever reason, struggle with. That's part of it is that like it is a difficult thing to do. You are having to commit yourself to the discomfort and the vulnerability of holding eye contact. As performers, like in porn, as performers, I think we're pretty good at this because like showing that discomfort and vulnerability is part of the job, is part of the practice, is part of the the art that we that we work at doing so like it's easier for us to do um but you do have to challenge yourself to let yourself go there and sit with the discomfort and the vulnerability of looking at somebody that closely two side notes about this in performance i shot a scene recently with a performer who is uh who is a great who's a great sort of like business person has a, a great sense of like Here's where the cameras are. Here's how we're going to market this. Here's when we're going to release it. Um, has a great sense of the performance from those aspects. But during the scene, I was having, I felt like he was very aware of the production and I was trying to make the connection. And at some point as I was getting close, I like, like grabbed him either on the shoulder or behind the head. And I was like, give me your eyes. And like gave him a very intense like both command and a look and he he came to me for it and I did get close very quickly because of it but it was very much a you are going to form a connection with me this is disc this is uncomfortable and it's not how you normally work but you are going to make a human connection right now and we're going to have an interaction about the sex that we're having okay yeah I was, gonna, I was gonna say that probably like not for, you didn't force him to well you kind of forced him to make eye contact but i guess um guiding your son into looking into your eyes could be a way to like really amp up the scene a little bit right because mm-hmm. not everyone is used to eye contact so of course yeah. that is kind of like a oh oh yeah the nice thing also about eye contact and that carrying the thread is that like there similarly is denial of eye contact there is the I am covering your face. There is the I'm fucking you while you're while you're forcibly looking away from me. I am a thing I am always playing with is like making the connection very accessible and denying the connection. 
the oh. the 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 strain the pull of those different experiences is a thread that i personally like to work with in my sex the presence the insistence the denial the distance of connection interesting i love it um uh, the second point on eye contact, that specific scene is with this perform that you mentioned of on Himeros is with this performer, uh, Darren Blue, mm -hmm. um, who is uh, very open about his autism. And a thing that comes up with that is after the scene, when I said that to him, and I really appreciated the eye contact, he was like, oh, one of the features of my autism is that it's, it's really hard for me to look people in the eyes, but I have learned how to look like I'm looking people in the eyes, both to my partner and to the camera. I am definitely looking at you like right here, like on your eyebrow or on your nose. And it sure as hell looks like I'm doing it, but I was not in fact doing it at that moment in the scene. So fun fact for people out there, if you're ever doing an interview and you don't want to look someone in the eye, there is actually media training tr tip where you, you don't look at them in the eye. You kind of like look off either what he said, the forehead or off to like the side eye. Mm -hmm. And that's what Darren is doing. And it's, really a testament to him as a performer to both identify in the moment cool here's what the scene is asking of me uh here is what i'm capable of doing here are the benefits of the ways that i can play into that and here's how i can accomplish it at my comfort level instantly immediately on the spot without having to like figure out questions about anything gave a a brilliant performance that also is in line with his own personal comfort like, yeah, they brings in a great tangent of just, you know, the gives and takes of a scene, right? You, you, you know, you, you both, you, you both kind of adapt to what each other are bringing, mm -hmm. which happens all the time, right? Like sometimes you might not be into something, but you can adapt yourself to be part of, right? To still keep enjoying it. Yeah. I love, I love in an environment, in a, in a sexual environment, the interaction that is like, someone shows me what they desire of me and i have a response of that's not quite what i want but here is what of that i can give you or if i ask somebody like hey, i'd like to do this and they go not that but what about this thing that is like it that i do enjoy um there's a there's a compromise that is really lovely where it's a cool i see your desire Here's the best way that I can match that. And maybe here's a way that I can, that I can amp that up for myself. This is collaboration. It's this works, sex works best as collaboration. I love that. Put that on a t-shirt. Um, let's say someone doesn't feel like they look or sound like a typical dad. Mm -hmm. And they're struggling with that. Yeah. Any advice for them? Yeah, I mean, like, I was having this problem when I was getting started because I both, like, I historically have a youthful face that fortunately is finally catching up to my age because that helps me be dad. But when I started this, I was like, I look too young to be dad. I'm, like, too gangly. I, uh, like, I don't physically, visually fit the part. And uh, particularly that I just felt too young. And I looked to this performer, uh, Zaddy Tony, uh, who took on the mantle of dad at like 25. Just like, 
I'm dad. I live this. I live here entirely. I'm entirely comfortable with this. I take no questions about it. Uh, I guess what I would say is I have watched people who have so many have such an obvious set of things that are not quote unquote the standard dad. I've watched those people be dads so confidently and so effectively that it's like that is not about how I hit the marks. That is not how about it's not about how those people hit the specific marks. It doesn't have to be for me either. You could almost say that like we kind of brought it up. Dad is a headspace lifestyle. Um, you have to make it your own. Yeah. You can't you can't be it in somebody else's way. You have to be it in the way that makes sense for you and the way that makes you feel good about it. Um, which I guess would be another piece of advice. Don't try and be don't try and be a dad as you by somebody else's like structure of what dad is. Right. I think the overall arching theme that you have that you have brought to light for me is if you're going to go down this this rabbit hole of dad or development development of dad is you've really hit the mark on knowing yourself. So I guess the last question I want to end on is how do you begin that? How do you how do you begin how do you begin looking inwardly? I mean, how did you do it? Did you just start reading therapy books or was it more of you just started being more self-aware? Oh man, therapy was a, like therapy itself. I have a therapist. I've had a therapist on and off for like at various points over 12 years. And like that has been incredibly helpful. Um, but like, I don't know. It does not have to be with a, you know, this is not a thing you have to do with a licensed professional that you are paying to help decode you. Um, read, talk to your friends, like go sit in the woods and journal about your life. Like find, find threads of mystery about yourself that you don't yet understand, but like start pulling the sweater apart. It may, while you were saying that it remind there was a TikTok video recently, um, because the question gets brought up all the time of like, how do you know yourself? How do you know yourself? How do you know who you are? And mm -hmm. someone, someone said, go to your friend and it can't be a partner. It can't be a family member. Go to a friend and ask, why are we friends? And the video kind of brought up that your friend will tell you the reasons why they like you. And from that point, you're able to start figuring out like, oh, I didn't realize this about yourself, about myself, mm -hmm. because they this person on the TikTok video was kind of saying like eight times out of ten they're gonna say something that you're like really that like that like you notice that self perception is so different from other people's perception and other people's perception is generally going to be a lot kinder to you than your own oh yeah of course I think individuals are so hard on themselves all the time I see it all the time with the people that I mentor at work, I'm like, you don't need to be that hard on yourself. Like, like you're able to grow, just let yourself grow. Yeah. I love that. Well, on the topic of dad, is there anything else we may have missed that you wanted to disclose? Uh, just generally, I'd want to say like to everybody listening, I'm proud of you, son. Like, I know that you're working very hard at things and I see the growth that you're making and I'm, I'm very encouraged by it. It's it's what I want for you. And I'm so proud of you. Good work. Thanks, Dad. And thanks for coming to Newsy's Nook.
Thank you for having me. This has been great. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Alright kiddos, before we go, I just want to say I am so excited for Door in San Francisco this weekend. If you're going, please say hi. If you're not going, please enjoy your weekend. I know that at least Diaper Active is happening this weekend and I'm kind of a little sad that I won't be there. I know so many fun people that are going, but I am sure I'm going to have a great time in San Francisco seeing all my San Francisco buddies and just having a fun, kinky time at Door. Alright kiddos, I'm officially soggy. I gotta go change. See ya. Bye.